ghosts, UFOs, alien encounters, and all things paranormal. These are real stories from real people. This is Fear of the Unknown. Okay, this is the reason why we're talking today. Right, we're here. We finally reached it. Yeah. We've arrived. This is one of the most unique things, and you spoke to me about it, and... Um, mm. After you finish, I've got a few thoughts. But, yeah, um, but I've yeah, been thinking. Get straight into it. I've though. been thinking about it too, and I've yeah, yeah had a few more. Um, yeah. So, uh, where to start? Where to start? Right. So, I lived. I mentioned before. I lived up in Northland of New Zealand. My auntie and uncle lived in a small town called, I hope I'm saying this right, or Kuda, I don't know, I can't remember anymore. Um, anyway, that place is just south of a city called New Plymouth, which is actually the last place I ended up living in New Zealand, but I'd never been there before. Um, we decided to drive down and see them. It was about a seven and a half hour drive. Yeah. So we set off, I don't know, afternoon sort of thing. Now in New Zealand, you don't really drive as much as you do here. Like a half hour drive in the car is a long drive. Yeah. You know, anything that's like an hour, you're like, no, nah, man, that's that's crazy. You know, but we'd do that and yeah. in the morning every day. It's like if you live in a big city, like an yeah, hour's drive nothing. is nothing. Yeah. yeah, we were country people. Yeah. That shit didn't happen. So Auckland was two hours away. Never went there. Seven and a half hours. I'd never been in a car that long in my life. Like, yeah. So anyway, the last stretch of it was sort of just in from the coast, this very hilly like terrain, really wild windy roads high elevation along cliffs and stuff um, at some points they couldn't find a better way to make the road go around sure. these cliffs they just punched tunnels yep. they were like these wicked tunnels through this solid rock that they've carved out yeah. it's really awesome now i distinctly remember going through them because all i could see when i looked out was just like the blackness of the sky and then the stars would stop real clear night I could just see the shape of these huge hills, like these really jagged hills. Yeah. I remember having the thought to myself, my mum loved the arcade game Defender, yeah. um, side-scrolling spaceship game, yeah. and like you can see the mountains. And like to me, like I know it's simple graphics, but they always struck me. They're very effective. Like you know, I'm like, oh, that looks yeah. like I'm in these this weird landscape and to me i so just it was like real parallaxing against yeah the yeah so that's what these hills looked like and i remember yeah. thinking that and just looking at them and like told my mama it looks like defender it's like yeah i'll see what you mean there we're just chatting my yeah. brother's asleep in the car so yeah um i was about 10 yeah he would have been about six he's fast asleep by now it's getting close to midnight maybe 11 30 when we were there taranaki is the province that all of this was in so but these events that you're about to talk about yeah yeah so yeah. the city was new plymouth okay it's in the middle north yeah. of that is a small town where my uncle's mum lived called whitehara yeah so it goes like bell block and whitehara new plymouth Oakura, and they were all like within a space of 45 minutes sort of okay. at the end of our trip we had to go through new plymouth to get to Oakura. um Anyway, so we're, we're just driving along and I, I know this place well now because I used to ride my bike out to it to go down to a river by Bell Block. Yeah, there's a gas station there and a bit of a main strip and just like grass on one side of the road and farmland. I pull up 
and there's just flashing lights off in the distance. We haven't seen cars for mm. half the night, sort right. of thing. No, no, no one's driving around here. It's not. You know, it's yeah. rural New Zealand. Sure. Suddenly, it's, it's like, shit, man. It's been a car crash. Um, okay. It's like. So that's the source of the flashing lights. In the yeah, distance, yeah, and I remember they had big spotlights out the front of the gas station, so it was yeah. really quite illuminated with these street lights pull up and i remember the police being there there was this car there or cars can't remember but yeah i remember one car anyway this thing was a wreck like yeah. you know when you see a car crash and it you're just left with this tiny cube of metal yeah that's that's torn what, apart it wasn't so much torn apart okay. it was compacted it was like right. someone just cubed this thing and squished it and it's like if someone was in there they're a bunch of mincemeat now man yep. like they're gone yeah it wasn't like get ripped apart crash this was like you got you get squirted out the side yeah you, you're a paste <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah didn't see anything gory or anything like that uh-huh. but um we pulled up and like I remember my mum just like talking to like a cop or something and I looked down and I just remember ambulance with the back open, paramedics sort of standing there, people who looked distressed probably in the crash. Like yeah. I remember a person sitting there on the curb with his head in his hands, yeah. like fuck did his mate die or something and like yeah. a person standing up next to him, were they in the crash? I don't know. Um, cop is like, yeah, you just pull up there. Till we get it clear the whole road's blocked off um there's stuff everywhere cars doing right. yeah it was, it's a proper full scene yeah, yeah yeah it was full full blown scene yeah. and this was you know no and you and your mum had just have a you just had a conversation we'd just been we'd been talking for hours and like i, I was yeah. so excited to see my my auntie like i, yeah. I wasn't going to sleep so yeah yeah, um, we drove up onto the grass opposite side of the gas okay. station yeah, yeah. There's another car there, and we pulled up next to it. So I was like, "Oh, this poor." Before you continue, hmm. you said something last time about the people that were standing around in a certain weird. Yeah, was that, was after. Oh, I think back about it, and I could still see them from where we were. So it was like you know me okay. looking, but yeah, the person with their head in their hands and the paramedics. When I think about it, only now, like it's weird. They weren't doing anything. It's. Huh. Like, they weren't not moving. They weren't, like, freeze-framed. It's like they were pausing what they were doing, like they were waiting for the next, you know, like on the set of a movie. It's like, just hold your positions. We're going to move the camera. Just stay where you are, and we'll resume filming. That's sort of what it felt like. It was weird. Even the lighting? Uh, I didn't really notice that until, yeah, when I think about it, like, they did have bright spotlight sort of street lights there by the gas station. I'm guessing because it was like a, maybe a truck stop or something from memory. I, I don't know. Right. But um, something about the way it looked, it was like everyone had this, they weren't glowing, but it was like I couldn't see a light source, but it's like they were highlighted by a light source. Right. And like they do it a lot in movies now with memory sort of scenes or dream flashbacks. scenes. Yeah, flashback. They'll be like, remember someone walk past and like they're lit up, like, yeah. you know, artificially or digitally, you know, they ramp up the yeah. brightness of this particular yeah. item or something because it's special or some shit. Sort of felt like that. Like right. there were movie set lights coming from nowhere, but yeah. they were striking these people and it like, was like. Like fill lights. Yeah, yeah. It looked exactly like that. Sort of fill, sort of stage lights even. Like, okay on these people and it just yeah i don't know when i think about it it didn't look right okay 
I remember that like none of the cop cut like the fire engine guys were there and like the cops were there but they're just standing there like they weren't talking that no one was doing anything and I was just thinking to myself shouldn't they be putting that person into the ambulance shouldn't they be shutting it and driving yeah. to the hospital yeah. Yeah, so I, was, I was a particularly observant little kid, man. Like I was, yeah. just especially when you're around ten, you like seeing this sort of action. Yeah, it's even the age where you're sort of considering, oh, should I be a fireman or a cop? Because yeah, yeah. It, you know, you, you tend to situations. But you, you know yeah. what goes down with the ambulance. Yeah. You yeah. get the person, you stick him in the back, you drive to the hospital. Why yeah. are they just sitting there? Right. They're not doing the operation there, are they? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just a bit weird when I thought about it later. So we pull up onto the grass, and there's a car next to us. Me and mum are talking, we wind down the windows, get a bit of fresh air and like poking my head out, I'm looking around, just, you could hear the chatter of people doing things, but I couldn't see anybody doing anything, Mm. but it sounded like they were, it was like they were pumping in like fake sound of ambient emergency soundtrack. (laughs) Um, And this dude just in the car next to us, his passenger window was next to my mum's and he just like puts his head out, he goes... Yeah, they said they'd get this cleaned up pretty soon. Hey, I've been here a while. And we're like, oh, yeah, we just start talking to this guy. Fuck, I I remember what this guy looked like, man. Like, really, like, friendly look about him. Young dude, early 20s. And I remember, because I used to like Doctor Who, the one who wore the the cricket sweater. Yeah. This guy was wearing one of those. And, like, I immediately thought, oh, fucking Doctor Who, mate. Yeah. Um, And he had really white teeth, like, real smiley dude. Uh Uh-huh really really curly white blonde hair like he looked funny he looked like memorable yeah he was a memorable looking dude i still remember his face like he looked like a nice friendly person but he also looked like you know now like you know someone at a party who's a bit of a funny bit of a class kind yeah Yeah, he looked like an amusing person like his appearance was funny looking like and right yeah we started talking to him there was only him in the car he was in the passenger seat. There was nobody else in that car. But, um, yeah, we're just chatting to him. And he's like, you know, they probably do it in the country here. I don't really get out of the city much. But you pass anyone, you give them a bit of a wave in the car when you're yeah. out in the, the farmlands and stuff. And everyone yeah. in New Zealand, you give each other thumbs up and shit or, like, you know, greet each other in some way. He was just like a typical Kiwi yeah. country guy. Just like, yeah, yeah, well, where are you guys going? It's like, oh, going to um, Okura. Oh, do you know where it is? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, we've never been to New Plymouth before. He's like, yeah, you know, just small talk. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, nice place. And he's like, what's in Arakura? And so I was like, oh, my mum's like, yeah, my sister, blah, blah, blah. So you're asking him, like, what? Yeah, yeah, what's the deal with yeah. the place and stuff? And and he's like, oh, where do they live? And we said the name of the street. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know it. Right, so you keep going on this road. You go through New Plymouth. You don't turn off this road. He was telling the truth because I lived on that road for a bit, actually. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. He goes, you drive through it. There's like farmland. You just stay on the main road. First place you'll hit is Oakura. Go along the main road there. There's a gas station on the corner. You turn right down towards the coast. Their house will be along there somewhere. And if you hit the surf lifesaving club, you've gone too far. You're at the beach. You've got to go back up there. If you get really stuck just ask at the gas station probably and he's like yeah my mum works there actually and i was like oh okay cool yeah sweet small world and then like yeah yeah um next thing we're just driving along dark road again just suddenly well this is where i remember it from and then like i go hmm. yeah 
they tidied that up pretty quick in the end and then mum's like yeah yeah it was quick so, so l- let's dissect that a little bit yeah that's this is where it starts to get weird that's where it gets weird so i'm not really sure of time frames yeah but i know that i think we got there at about 1 30 in the morning or something or one ish or so i we were stopped we we pulled up and then we went 20 minutes wow half an hour or something waiting for them to clear the road and yeah, stuff, yeah yeah we were waiting for ages and they said just go park up there and we talked to this guy and then we talked to each other for a bit i can't remember what and we were like oh yeah blah 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 that's pretty cool and i was like i can see i remember i can see the city down there you can see the light from right. it yeah. and i was like whoa a city amazing so that transition we don't remember leaving neither of us so do you've spoken to your mum about this as well yeah we're just driving and it was like two minutes later the time frame that we stopped we made it within the time frame of us leaving home the seven and a half hour trip like Uh we got there within like i think you could look up oh that's right it was in the old map books you go through the grid and you go from this city to this one and it would say how long approximately the travel time was it all made sense so you didn't have this surplus 20 minutes randomly no no we didn't push us back or anything because my auntie was like milling around knowing the type of speed as well no, 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 definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't think much of it. And I was just like, yeah, they've got that tidied up pretty quick. And then mum's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I felt like we were there for ages. You know, hmm. we go through New Plymouth and I remember taking in the sights and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We get to the gas station. We turn down the road. Yeah. We find their house. You know, my auntie knew we were coming and got up and had a cup of tea. We chatted for half an hour. Sure. My uncle worked at the provincial council and we were like man like we were at this crash and we told them all about it just past this epic yeah yeah Yeah. and he was like oh damn he worked at the council and he's like oh ask around because you know in small towns like there's a you know a truck rolls over and it kills a guy well it seemed like that event used up a few local resources oh yeah it was like bloody everyone was there like it was a huge crash um like multiple emergency vehicles and new plymouth is a was a population of like forty thousand or something so by no means a big place it's like you know you're out in kalgoorlie and a truck rolls over 10 kilometers out of town everybody will be like fuck there was a truck roll over last night because someone knows about it yeah and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll check out the council. Somebody will okay. know. And then he's like, yeah, didn't. Because you were staying there for a few days. At uh, we, we were there for like maybe like two weeks or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. We went down for a school holidays. Okay. Yeah. So, so he had plenty of time to, to get to the bottom oh, yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. So I think we went out that way the next day or two days later or something yeah. like that. We were checking out the place. We drove around. I was like, oh, that's the surf club. Surf Life Saving Club was at the end of the street. Where the, friendly, said, the friendly curly-headed the, dude yeah, told you about dude it. Yeah, told me about it. Yeah, exactly where he said it was. Uh-huh. Um, we went to that gas station with my uncle where the car crash was. Ah, yeah, where it happened. Where the, yeah, we went, to the, went back to the we scene. We went to the scene. I don't know why we were out there, but we were. And I remember standing out there. I, I just remember like this flash of vision of me looking at the ground. I remember doing it. Looked down. It's just like gravel out the front of the yeah. gas station. But you know how you like there'll be a little prang out at traffic lights and there'll be yeah. little cubes of glass everywhere. Yeah. Debris. Scratches on the road. Shit like that. The thing I always notice is that people sweep up and the, that bit of road is, looks like really clean. Yeah. Know, yeah. Strangely yeah. clean or Nothing. Something. Nothing. Yeah. And I, I go to like my... normal untouched road. Looked like a road. Yeah. Let's go to my mum. Well, they cleaned that up really well, didn't mm. they? 
And she's like, yeah. My uncle's like, what's that? And it's like, it's no glass or anything. There's nothing. Yeah. And he's just like, oh. So you got out of the car and inspected Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. I think we got a drink or an ice cream or so something. So you walked, like, literally where yeah, the scene was. I was on the wrong side of the road yeah. from where we were parked, but it was where the crash pretty much, you know, yeah. had to have been. And there was nothing there. Like freshly scraped concrete. Yeah. Nothing. And we were talking about it. Mum's like, asked the guy at the gas station, hey, was there a crash or anything? And he's just like, no, not that I know of. We'd know about it if there was something like right here. Of course, yeah. You know, it's a tiny place. You would have heard it. Yeah. You would have heard all the vehicles and stuff coming. Nobody. Yeah. Dude didn't know. My uncle was pretty interested in it. He's just like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Something like that would be huge, like little yeah, small yeah. town news. Yeah, pretty much. That's what yeah. I figured. Because I lived in a, a small place like yeah. that. And when there was a car crash, someone would know who it was. Or like someone sure. would know someone who tended yeah. the scene or something. Everyone's got a, an interest in... Yeah, yeah. In yeah. small town, everybody's bloody nosy. They want to know what's yeah. going on. So we're back later in the day and Oakura, and we go to the gas station there that so he this said is the one that he was talking about that, that he mentioned works. was on the corner of where you turn i'm looking at the paper i'm like maybe there's something in here and my mum's like looking through the couple of different newspapers they have there too and she's like no nothing here to what usually that stuff's in there and i'm just like why is it not in anything yeah. and the woman behind the counter's like what's that and we just tell the story and I'm like, oh yeah, and there was this funny guy there. He had like really white curly hair and yeah, my mum's like, oh yeah, and he was, he was wearing a cricket jersey. And he was just in the car by himself. Like, it was so strange. Actually, he said his mum worked here. And this woman just fucking like froze on the spot and just looked at us and like tears started running down her face. And she goes to us, a few years ago, my son was killed in the passenger seat of a car and that's what he looked like and he was buried in his cricket white <laughs> uh yeah obviously surely you would have clarified it a little bit more with her like details and stuff no i don't remember yeah. doing so right. people have asked like did you find out more i was like that's the bloody answer there isn't yeah, it like yeah. that i took it as face value like we I don't know the rest of the conversation. I'll, pro- I'll honestly, like, I'll have yeah. to check it with my, my mum. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I know that right now you're making an effort to mm. tell all the details that you possibly can. Yeah. It's a testament to that you were awake. But not I, only that, it's like a transcript of yeah. of detail, which These is something are just that's the usually I, missing. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Now, looking at the road outside the gas station and all that, it's like, yeah, yeah I remember doing that. Now... That's all there really was to the actual story. But we remember it and neither of us ever put it in words. Hey, look, something weird happened here. I just took it as face value as a kid. Like, that's who we were talking to because he told us his mum worked there and that's what he looked like. And she said that's what happened to him. That's all the info I needed Like as a kid. I don't know what my mum thought about it. Now, there's a couple of discrepancies I have with the story and things that don't add up and points I can jump into that I can kind of play devil's advocate to, hey, what if this happened? But I will say when I was about 20 or something, we had a shitty Pentium PC in the living room and I was doing like a school thing on, I needed Microsoft Word and I opened it up and I go to recent files to open it and there was one and it was just called Ghost Story. I click on it and my mum had written out like a diary thing of like 
I've been thinking about this and this is what happened. And we'd mention it in passing, like, how weird was that? Like, oh, man, it was that woman's son. Like, yeah. you know, we just took it. It's, it's haunting. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, what happened there? Yeah. But we never really talked about the details. But I have my version of it. Yeah. Now, I'm early 20s here, so it wasn't like I don't think I was in a state to be easily influenced by yeah. some like people inserting memories or mums. That's a very sceptical age. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, that's, I was when always, that's when you discover that you're atheist. And yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's a funny one, actually, because I think I, I turned into a militant atheist for like a year or two there until I realized Richard Dawkins is a fucking dickhead and i don't want to be like him but that's a it's a different story yeah. <laughs> but um i hear that all the time yeah he he really put me off it and so yeah. I was, yeah anyway but um yeah i found her detailed account of it pretty much it was exactly what i just yeah. told you and her missing parts are my missing parts mm-hmm. so the starting to drive again and leaving the scene yeah i admit i could have fallen asleep and my mum might have just gone like you know, maybe a bit more superstitious than me or... I don't know, but there was no reason for her to... You know, she didn't go and formulate this thing and then that guy's mum yeah. happened to work there. As if. like You know, even if I did fall asleep and it was half an hour and my perception of all that was just way off and that, or hers was, still, I've tried to rationalise it. And so I'm like, okay, either we spoke to this woman's dead son... Because let's, let's just put it out there. Yeah. It's like you were in a fucking time bubble. We, this is what, okay, we were trying to figure it out when I was like, me and my mum knotted it out. I was like, look, I'm pretty into like the, the multiverse string theory, like mm. multi-dimension sort of shit. I can't explain it. It's just yeah. an interesting idea. I feel like we jumped into a pocket of time yeah. and we were there for half an hour, but when we popped out, no time had passed in our current whatever you call existence. My thing with that is, even if that is totally plausible by science, then why was he at the scene of his own car crash? So he's still a ghost, whichever way you look at it. That doesn't make any goddamn sense to me because I don't believe in ghosts, but I talk to one. To me, it's got to be true. I know it sounds ridiculous. Like, I still think this is silly, but... Either we coincidentally pulled up to a car crash, sat next to a guy who was by himself in his car dressed in his cricket whites, who looked like a guy who looked exactly like a guy whose mum also had to work at this gas station. Yeah. He gave us directions to his mum's gas station that she worked at. And what, a co-worker there also had a son who looked the same who died there? That seems less coincidental than... It's just a fucking ghost. And the lady probably would have said, like, oh, that's probably, you know. Yeah. Can I tell you something, man? Yeah. Um, I've heard of already a few dead relative stories. Yeah. And there's something that suddenly clicked with me. Yeah. They're usually dressed in the clothes that they were buried in. It's like, first of all, I think to myself, oh, that makes sense. But no, it doesn't fucking make sense because they were dead when those clothes are put on them, firstly. Yeah, yeah. Second, their clothes going to heaven. It's like this projected image. I have a feeling it's not actually the person. Yeah, okay. And this is where you start getting into the territory of like aliens and spiritual agendas and like mm. and that great unifying theory that I was talking about. Maybe one day I'm just going to just like make a podcast where I just go on a big rant and I just like <laughs> explain my, my thesis. But I find that really interesting that these ghosts, there is something that's like makes your first impression is like, that's that guy. Mm. But there are all these clues that make you go, hey, maybe it's, it's not actually that 
maybe it's an impersonation yeah. or it's it's it's, it's like a, an echo yeah i i think mine might have been something more like an echo or like afterlife i know purgatory is a weird word maybe something less sinister but like the in between yeah I believed in like a religious heaven at the time and stuff. So all of that made sense. But even if it's some interdimensional thing and everything, I'm like, whatever happened, this guy to me is still a ghost or like he's at the scene of his death because he's like a spirit who doesn't know he's dead or something. Yeah. And he's still trying to communicate with his mom and he doesn't know he's, he's dead or something. Like, yeah. It's like you're going through a paranormal double dip. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's the time factor thing. Yeah. And he's at his own crash. So that crash wasn't there yeah. and he was at it. Yeah. So he's dead at his own car crash and that car crash we were seeing wasn't happening at that time. Yeah. So never took anything sinister. And like you were saying, like, you know, maybe it's not that person. Like I feel like he was him. I, right. I just, I don't know, just a gut feeling. I feel okay. like he was who he said he was, but he didn't, he was oblivious to the situation. You know, like maybe he was going through what you went through. Maybe it's like mm. maybe there's sort of time space, like a convergence of some events. Yeah, and or, you're seeing him experience what you experienced, where he yeah. he didn't realize he was looking at his own. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I was at the place where he died. It was unknown to him, and that was just him yeah. moving on or something. And we popped into that, so yeah. it isn't a double dip. It's more like a we're just in this situation, and yeah. we're seeing all of this unfold from his perspective because everything was frozen like the yeah nothing was happening another thing i want to bring up is the lighting because yeah. a thing about sightings and ghosts and things like mm. that is that like i've had a few yeah. very occasional lucid dreams and i try to get in as much information or mm. the lighting is always consistent there yeah. are no like lighting anom- anomalies mm. there are certain things that are always hallmarks or and that is like I the can't, light switch gag, like light switch. Yeah. Uh, like I can't see numbers. Yeah, it, it just looks like something inconceivable. Yeah, something that my brain just does, does yeah, not yeah. want to interpret yeah. numbers. And what it feels like, because my the last podcast that I did with my friend Shelley, she was saying that she saw her dead grandfather wearing his clothes that he used to always wear in, in front of her and her mother. Mm. He just appeared for a few seconds and then just like disappeared. But she said the lighting was off. Like it, yeah, something was yeah. off. It's like unnatural. Like, yeah. Well, not. It, it's not consistent well, with. My theory around. is that like that's a snapshot of something that happened. Yeah. Maybe ghosts are these time loops or these little mm. echoes, because he had a different light source, which could mean that it was a different time of the day when that little yeah, capture yeah. when that little capture happened. Yeah, it's like time space folded in on itself and left a little fart of like him yeah. three years ago just sitting there watching the tv minding because that's the business. thing he didn't interact yeah and that happens usually where like yeah. he just was looking intently he wasn't looking at them he's like he's was, doing something yeah, yeah. and he just, <laughs> he just was about to head in a direction and he just disappeared like yeah, yeah. like in the blink of an eye yeah yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we had a half half one because we definitely interacted with the dude and yeah. we interacted with like the cop Right. I remember being spoken to by the police officer and like they were like, yeah, go bloody do this, park yeah. over there. We'll have it cleaned up soon, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, but then everyone else wasn't doing anything. But I could hear the sounds of like vehicles. I, I remember the sounds yeah. very clearly. Uh, so there's this other thing. There is an, there, there's a third aspect to it, which is 
bizarre that it's not just a simple time bubble. It's like imagine a glitch in a computer game where all the assets suddenly... Yeah, you know when like you're running in a level like yeah. Tomb Raider or some shit and yeah. like the vision locks up and the gra- yeah. graphically it freezes but the background sound like the ambient loop is still playing on the disc. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like that. Like, huh. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's like, are we, are we living in a hologram? <laughs> Kind of uh, fucking feels like it sometimes. Ah, uh, yeah. That's Look, weird. I I grew up to then be very skeptical and, like I said, like pretty atheist. Now, I don't know. I don't buy any one story, yeah. but I've. You're definitely a wait and see kind of person, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people misinterpret my beliefs as like I don't believe anything. I'm like, I just want proof. Yeah. I'm not saying ghosts don't exist. I've yeah. blo- I've, first of all i've seen one and i'm pretty sure yeah. that's what it was yeah but i don't believe in them yeah. i think there's a logical explanation but it yeah. may well be out of our grasp yeah, just yeah. just scientifically out of our reach for now yeah, yeah. but like you know yeah. to me that blows open the possibility of ghosts and paranormal yeah. stuff it doesn't write it off i'm just saying that people's interpretations aren't you know when someone comes yeah. out and goes no no it's definitely this and it's this and this because of this yeah. I'm just like, you don't know all that. You don't have the evidence, but I'm yeah. not writing you off. I just, yeah. you're just being a jerk about it. Like, Who knows if one day we learn all this shit, like, you know, heaven is just like dimensional. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm, now I'm like, okay, like when people, like I've read about, um, they could induce religious, like, you know, people seeing angels with electromagnetism, yep. um, like, you know, Christ-like sort of things manifesting mm. and like seeing angels and stuff like that. Or like, um, I got really into stage hypnotism and I went and saw the same one twice mm-hmm. and both times different aunties of mine got hypnotized <laughs> at it. That shit's legit. Yeah. They had no idea. Like, they are not cunning enough to come up with, yeah. like, to, to try and fool Which me. Which would have like made that. them the perfect people for it. Yeah. But all of that sort of stuff, I'm not writing it off. I'm like, yeah. you know... I've heard people tell stories of like a very atheist person has gone to church and be surrounded by everyone praying for them and then like collapsed and yeah. had some kind of weird experience. Right. Or it's like I'm thinking symbol of like the power of suggestion mixed with pressure, mixed with like some cultural un- aspects. Like, yeah. you know, I think I think the Western world has religion and religious like Christianity sort of embedded in us. Even me, I don't really particularly believe in any of it, mm. but you're subconsciously you're always oh fucking hell it's satan yeah. fucking with me even if yeah. you don't believe that yeah. it's gonna pop up in your head as a maybe not what everybody or like what some priest's interpretation of it is may not be correct but i'm not saying there's nothing happening yeah i'm not saying that like someone who sees a dead relative when they pray to god to see them again yeah. or like it's all it's all semantics yeah know? yeah that's what i think like, and for most people i think religion equals magic yeah it's it's magic and fantasy rules yeah where it's outside of science it can Mm. defeat science or it's it's at it's at odds with science i think all of that and all of ghost stuff and alien shit people are just trying to explain Mm. everything Mm. yeah i'm I'm a big science nut but like you know they're still trying to unify the whole grand theory thing and shit gets weird when you get down to particles and all it doesn't make sense to me but they can prove it but 
still doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, and that's, is, yeah, through science, we've seen that that's the nature of reality. That yeah. there are things that go against different rules that they exist. There are people out there seeing some shit, and just because they can't interpret it and explain it, yeah, I don't know. Some of the cra- some people are just clearly crazy, or they're full of themselves. But yeah. some of them just like, man, I believe you, dude. <laughs> if, I can, if I can introduce a final point, mm. what we're talking about, like. When you're a kid, or mm. if you're someone who's tired, or if you're someone who may be not reliable, or let's say we're people like your aunties, where they're sort of simple kind of people. Mm. I'm not saying they're stupid, I'm just saying no, simple. No, no, they, yeah, they... they don't. These are the people that see or and experience this shit. Yeah. But who are the people that never see this shit? The skeptics. Yeah. And I think, like, you kind of had an upbringing, you know, your foundation was that if you didn't come to Perth and, and, and sort of like, because you, you had a point where you just basically empowered your life, and you're like... I'm going to go on this path. Mm. And it was very much tethered in reality and in this world and in what you wanted to achieve yeah. with your life. You know, some people, they don't experience this jarring change in their life or, or something like that. So that, so I kind of feel, this is just a feeling, that you were the type of person that you could have been one of those people that's primed to have these experiences. Yeah. But you took control, like your rational mind took over. And basically, that was the end for you. Yeah, I mean, pretty much spot on. Even with religion, I was brought up religious. Yeah. And I still subconsciously think about it, but I'm like, I just don't think that happened. I I like stuff in the Bible. I don't think that that's what really happened. And it's not a choice. It's stubbornly something innate that you just cannot abide. I am stubbornly, yeah, Yeah. always... I but this know. isn't the choice. This isn't you saying like, no. fuck religion. It's no, like no, just def- not being able. definitely not. You're not capable. I, yeah, yeah. I, I can't buy into it. I yeah. just can't. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not writing it off just for me. I just can't yeah. buy into it. And I'm, yeah, I, I'll be skeptical to like, I always play devil's advocate, even to the detriment of myself. It's like, it would be better just to go along with this and I would feel better. <laughs> but no, I don't think that's what's happening. I'd rather feel like shit for a bit and deal with this situation in real tangible terms, you know, rather than like, look, I'm just going to go and believe this really strange spiritual structure, like any of them, and like just completely buy into it just to solve my problems. No, no, I'm going to sort this shit out, even if it does me in sort of thing. That's just me. I don't know. But it's weird because, like, I mean, we won't get into it, but, like, based on the stories you told me when you were a little kid, Hmm. like, intense shit happened to you that made you kind of, like, have to either get consumed by it or take control of it. Yeah, yeah. I I will say as well, always had a, like, vivid imagination. Like, as a kid, I was definitely off with the fairies. Like, lived in fantasy land a bit. Like, always making stories up in my head and, Mm. you know, all through art things and, you know, just drawing fantasy-type things. So, yeah, even if, like, my parents were pretty good with... I mean, they were into religion, but they were like, there is no such thing as the boogeyman. I never believed in that. Mm. But... When stuff did go weird, I would think that Satan's after me. So that's yeah. that's not good either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they were like, that's real. God's real. Yeah. The devil's real. So I thought that was real. But they're like, if you see ghosts, there's no such thing as ghosts. It's a that's demon, yeah. Devil fucking with you. And I was like, oh, that's kind of scarier, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so like aliens, not real. No such thing as monsters. It was mm-hmm. only a religious aspect, but... Yeah, um, yeah, I was still scared of all the like stuff they said wasn't real because I was yeah. like, 
no, it is real, man. Fuck, this is shit. Yeah. <laughs> so you still don't really believe in... Um, cause no, uh, no, I, 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 I remember recommended. Uh, I remember recommending Bob Lazar to you. I, no, look, I... And that's like... that. I'm like, yep, we, fucking confirmed. Um, <laughs> I totally... I got in... I, my dad had that VHS, the original one from the late 80s, the yeah. original interview. And I was like, damn... Yeah. I believe that guy. My dad's like, no, he's, a, he's full of shit. He's a dick. You know how dad is? It's just like, I just, but he liked it, but he was like, it's, he's a load of shit. It's a load of shit. Yeah. But I haven't watched that documentary on him, but I heard him on Joe Rogan. And there are just a few things like, I'm on the fence with the guy. I'm like, I think some of what he's saying is true. Some of it is like, he's a bit of a celebrity in this thing and maybe a bit of self-importance, but what? I don't know. Some of the things mm. I'm like... Well, he, he seems to hate his, cele- his like... It just struck reputation. me as weird because he was... he On the Rogan podcast, he kept going, oh, sorry, I've got this migraine. Now I can't remember when this was. Oh, sorry. So, and he kept like... And I'm like, I get a bit of a bullshit artist vibe from him, but not all the way. Not enough to write him off. Mm. Like, I, I believe him more now. I kind of interpreted that as someone with anxiety. Yeah. Who is under pressure. I, but, I kept trying to attack it from different angles and I'm like, maybe that's his act where he's like, I hate the celebrity of it, but he really likes it. And yeah. like, oh, I've just, sorry, no, I'm, I've got a migraine, but it's because I'm anxious because of all of this. It's too much to remember. It's hard to talk about, but I love talking about it. So, well, the thing is, I don't he, know. he like I, I watched that same podcast and he wasn't losing details. He yeah. got his mind derailed. Yeah. He suddenly lost his like, train of thought. Yeah, sort of he kept thing. losing yeah, his train yeah. of thought. When people are bullshitting, um, quite often they like they're gonna, they're putting in this kind of false energy or this this kind of they keep to, the traction going. Yeah, they the keep. Yeah, it's yeah, like they talk this like this. this. Do, do you know? Yeah, like, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I know Michael Jackson was weird, but that recent thing where those two guys came out and they go on the Oprah Winfrey show and they you know yeah, yeah. got book deals and lots of money out. Yeah. of it. the way they talk sounds like they're so full of shit because they're like. And Michael did this. It's like Man. they're still kind of. It's funny you say that because they're not the NSYNC dancer guy, but yeah. the the other guy. For some reason, I believed the guy. I'm just like that guy's mentally scarred by something. Yeah, I. When it's a genuine sort of like PTSD. Yeah, that's they, what they he sudden, felt like. They suddenly like it just suddenly comes out the emotion. That's what they don't build up to it, you know. Yeah, he felt pretty consistently like a broken person. Whereas the other guy, I don't know, I could believe him or not, but I think that like he had working against him was he's like a jock guy with a goatee without the moustache. Yeah. Like he looks kind of like a douchebag. Yeah. He's got a douche vibe about him, so you're not going to believe him. I don't know whether I believe him or not, but the other guy's yeah. like, I think I believe you. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Last thing. Promise this is the last one thing. Oh, you're all right. <laughs> This has been the longest podcast so It's been great, though. Fuck, yeah. I, had, I had no idea how many stories you had. But aliens aside, yeah. do you believe in UFOs? Oh, I'm going to go with no. Okay. I used to. Man, I read every... So what people say that they see... I think there's explanations. But I've driven past the like the vague area the area 51 is sort of near and i saw all the like places with ufo things and stuff i remember seeing like you know ufo footage of like black triangles and stuff yeah i was like well look at the stealth fighter that thing looks very interesting i was like what if i told you that there are pre-renaissance paintings depicting 
exactly those. I'd have to see him. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I recommended it in the last podcast. Yeah. There is a documentary called Witness of Another World. Okay. It's about this um, South American like uh, farm kid who had an alien encounter in a field. Mm. He knew nothing about the UFOs, the concept at all. And he grew up um, just totally screwed up and scarred by the experience. Mm. Again, had regressive hypnotherapy, remembered a whole bunch of extra stuff. Fuck. And he, li- <laughs> he lived his whole life up until the age of 50 like on a farm by himself living with just animals and like this is something that you probably haven't heard yeah the u.s government has acknowledged the existence of ufos and they've reclassified it to uap unidentified yeah. aerial phenomenon i vaguely remember reading this yeah. so because like what people are saying is that like ufos don't necessarily mean aliens yeah it's just an unidentified yeah could but these anything. are things that like are being driven intelligently that yeah right bypass the laws of physics <laughs> some of that footage that like you see of specs changing direction and stuff mm-hmm. that yeah that spins me out but this is like a fo- footage of um it recently got declassified mm. but it was smuggled footage and the u.s navy has acknowledged it yeah right and it's of like uh it's it's a, there's three bits of footage and they all have like the their fighters kind of like tracking mm. these objects that are flying saucer shaped and it's like their tracking technology is not fast enough when it zips away yeah. and stuff now yeah that shit weirds me out the final part of this ufo thing yeah. <laughs> it's gonna sound ridiculous uh you know um tom delong from yeah, Blink yeah, yeah. He, he quit Blink-182 to become like this UFO guy. Yeah, he's right. He invested it, he? all his yeah. money into to the Stars Academy. Yeah. To the Stars Academy is like, I looked into it and there's a few old UFO truth people out there mm. that have gone in on this with him. They have, the, and this is something that you can see online and it was in all the articles. He has a contract with the government to reverse engineer UFO materials. Who does? Tom DeLong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's fucking weird. If it's a cover-up, like, I don't know what the fuck they're trying to achieve. Yeah. <laughs> if that's legit, why are they doing it? Like, if it isn't what he's doing, why does that exist? That's pretty strange. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a, a concept called soft disclosure. Yeah, right. Which is basically, like, just getting people used to an idea that would yeah, otherwise yeah, cause well, there, hysteria. There was a few years ago, like, I think... They admitted that they do have a procedure if we were to come in contact with life forms, what they would do. There is a thing there, so it's yeah. like... Contingencies that are official and shit. Either, either it is there and they know it, like Bob Lazar says, or they're like, look, there's a good chance it's going to happen. I will say this. I, I don't know what's true or not. I don't really buy much of it. Yeah. I, I haven't really looked up much. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, well, I don't know. But there's nothing to stop it happening tomorrow. You know, Independence yeah. Day or whatever. <laughs> oh, actually, going to springboard off that. You mentioned Independence Day. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about them, but there was an old, like, an oldish radio show in America, like Opie and Anthony. Don't know if you heard of them. Yeah. Like, I think one of them was like a massive dick or something, and one of them is dead now. But yeah, I remember I discovered them. There was a clip of them where one of the dudes, I don't know which, the, the black dude from them, or a guest or something, he's saying how good Nicolas Cage is and how good Face Off is. 
And then the, the other guys are like, they spend 10 minutes and they turn this guy on the movie face off. And they're like, oh, by the end, he's like, oh, my God, it's terrible. And he does that thing where he rubs his wife over the whole <laughs> length of her face. Um, so I discovered them via that video and I found another one after it. And they're talking about how bad but good Independence Day is. And yeah, they bring yeah. up a valid point. They're like, the first act of that movie is masterful. But it quickly goes south. Yeah. One of them's like, the big thing for me was Will Smith gets in a dogfight with one. They get separated, whatever. He gets out of the ship. He opens the ship up. The alien's in there. And he punches it real hard and he knocks it out for a few hours. They take it back to the lab. And it's actually a tiny alien in like <laughs> a suit thing. So yeah. it's like bio-organic armor. So they're like, what happened was Will Smith managed to with one punch to ko this alien by punching it on its giant helmet and then, then that, that was the guy's just like what it's like i'm gonna knock you out by like charging your car door yeah pretty much yeah, okay, i guess they could say it was like you know the equivalent of car crash but that's pretty shit bioorganic armor yeah yeah if, it's, if it's this tiny punch. thing and you saw the massive suit yeah. thing that opens up and he's like he just biffed him once and he knocked him out for yeah. like half the day long yeah. enough to drag him to area 51 and then like put him on a table and i was like yeah, yeah i don't know it was just funny <laughs> cool look we'll leave it there yeah if, um you know I think there might have to be a part two to this. I think, I think more there should be. I'm probably going to shoot this to mum or ask her some more yeah. next time I see her. Get a couple more details. I'd like yeah. to fill in a few gaps. Um, yeah. I have looked up online car crash records and stuff, but, you know, before the internet, that shit didn't exist. Right. I think the only way you could go in is be go look through, like, those old school newspaper reels. But yeah. I ain't my, flying my back to New Zealand. You've got to go to, the, like, the library and get the microfilm. And yeah, that's... When you need an um, investigation montage where it's just some cool song and that happens, he's like, I've found it. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah. I wouldn't mind looking into it a bit more. And That'd be awesome. Yeah. When the time comes, you'll be already a believer. Yeah. Hopefully. I'd love to know what fucking actually happened, though. Like, yeah. there's a part of me that's so impatient. That's yeah. why I'm still fascinated I'm like by that it. with everything because I'm like... Can we just get to the point now yes. where yeah. we prove that? Yeah. It turns it's out, a waste of time. Like, who, who knows if, like, you say, oh, I believe in aliens and you're slightly off yeah. and you've just invested into this concrete idea that's, that's slightly my, bullshit. That's my belief thing is, like, I don't want to be slightly off, so I'm not going to jump in and go, yeah. no, it's definitely this religion yeah. and this spiritual belief. Yeah. I don't know. How would yeah. I know? I'm just some guy. I don't yeah, know anything. Well, that makes a lot of sense. That's a good way to... I'm just some dude. Yeah. Cool. We'll leave it at that, man. Thanks so much for coming. No worries, man. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll yeah. see you the next one. Until then, goodbye. Oh, wait, that's your bit. You've been listening to the Fear of the Unknown podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media with all links in the description. 